1: yo senders here we go jumping into episode 117 with an all-star guest panel for you and man i really enjoyed this one i hope you guys do too and i hope you find some really good mental tidbits of success and clues of success from some of these guests including steve caballero who pops in at the end and i loved this entire episode Big thank you going out to the supporters of the Segment Podcast and YouTube channel. Big thank you going out to YT Industries for the bikes. YT Live Uncaged. Also, big thanks going out to Spy Optic. Keeping us protected, clean, and clear whether we're on the trails or in lifestyle. Check out spyoptic.com and the promo code in the descriptions below in order to save yourself a buck or two. Also, keeping that rubber to the pedals is Etney's Shoes. That's right. You heard me right. If you're from the skateboard world, Etney's also makes mountain bike shoes. Take a look at Etnes.com and uh, a wide variety of colors and styles of Etney's mountain bike shoes. Also, thank you to Kenda Tires. Speaking of that rubber, keeping that rubber side down is always important and that traction that you deserve with Kenda Tires. Take a look at kendatires.com. Also, there is a promo code for Kenda to save yourself a little bit of money there. Protection for the brain is always important. Big thanks going out to 6D Helmets. A very cool new dimensional twist on the MIPS. Check out 6D if you haven't yet. um, Take a look. They have gotten grants from the NFL, and a ton of research has gone into how they protect our domes on the trail. And the supporter from the start, always a big thank you going out to TASCO from the start and still with us today here at the segment is TASCO. Thank you so much to the supporters. And let's get you guys into episode 117 with an all-star panel.
2: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) What's
1: up, everybody? We're live. Joey Yates, we're live. Welcome back to the segment podcast, everyone. Have we got a lot of great guests for you? And we are going to be kicking off this amazing event. Ride and Shine is coming out this Saturday to Sky Park. A lot of great people are going to be there. Hope to see you guys there as well. And uh, I got some of the guests of folks that will be at Ride and Shine as well backstage. And I can't wait to bring it on. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about mental health and the bike and why it's so important to talk about mental health and what people are doing for their mental health. So it's just great to to talk about it uh to kick this whole thing off so joey let me start with you yeah,
3: <laughs> Joey's <let's> like, <laughs> we talked about this on our last ride a little bit
1: yeah yeah tell them tell them what we talked about
3: yeah i was telling people or i was telling you that um i enjoy climbing and people think that's strange but i, I really do like the climb it's part of the mountain bike experience and while i'm climbing I don't like to think about the climb. I like to look at the scenery and everything, but if you think about the climb, it's basically going to suck. <laughs> yes. But I think about um, you know my daily problems or my anxiety or whatever is taking place that day, that's where all my problems are solved and that's where I clear my head and then we get to the top and we get to drop in and then it's my time.
1: Yes, no, that's, that's great. That's my
3: little, that's my little riding journey.
1: I love that we talked about that. It's so it's so healthy that we can talk about that stuff when we're on the trails. And it made total sense when you're saying the climb. Like, you really just get in the zone. Yeah, and you're right. like you said, you're solving problems that maybe your body didn't have the bandwidth to do before because everything's so busy and there's so many screens and there's so many things going on and I got to take this call. But when you're on the bike and you're out there in nature and you're with a friend, a lot of times everything slows down. You hear the cadence of your breath. You're solving problems like you said, Joey. It's such a great time. And then on the downhill, what we talked about was you really don't have enough time to think about other things either. It almost is a sense of meditation, you know, where you're just tuned into a specific frequency and you're just holding on.
3: You're just trying to survive, but with the giant smile on your face. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yes. Did you see that?
3: And I've always suffered from anxiety and I've, I've had, I know Isaiah talked about it not too long ago. I've always, I've always felt like that. And when I climb, I I'm, my heart's beating so bad. I, I figured oh, I would have died then. Not when I'm at home sitting on the couch or driving in the car. So it kind of kind of calms that nerve too.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. I actually use that something similar to that. Sometimes I'll get anxiety attacks too, and sometimes I'm in a car and I'm stuck on a freeway and I've got nowhere to go. I can't. I don't want to pull over because it's kind of it'd be embarrassing, right? That shows that I need help and I'm in trouble. But then I realized, wait a minute! I just climbed like two thousand feet, went twenty miles, my heart rate was way to the max, and I was having a blast. Yeah, I can right. now yeah. handle sitting in this car, and all of a sudden, things kind of melt away, which is very, very cool. Exactly, uh, dude. Thanks for sharing that, Joey. I really, I really
3: love it. And, and back what to the, that thought too. I know. Let's ask Adam when we bring him on tonight. He he explained, or one time, he told me that. How, he asked me how long an average thought lasts in your head. You know, like if you think of anxiety and you're going to die in your car and you get stressed out, how quickly can you change that and move on to something else? Like you said, you know, back to the trail and you realize that you're not going to die and then boom, that thought's gone and you're moving on. So, yes. Adam can explain that for us
1: yeah yeah we'll have to ask him when he comes on so we have adam mock and a few others backstage to share something similar that joey just shared with us to help kick this off and before we do let's just say what's up to the chat real quick because we always appreciate everybody being here a whole shot award goes out tonight to mtb nick 316 he says let's get this party started congratulations my brother always good to see you on here and uh Oh, yes. Look at this. Trail Monster is also on. What's up, Neil? Good to see you out there as oh, well. He's in Palm Springs. He's normally ripping <laughs> the the, uh, North Star. He's at Palm Springs right now, yes. taking it easy. What's up, Trail Pimp? Good to see you, my brother. On Saturday? <laughs> are you, Trail Pimp, are you making it on Saturday? Let us know. Let us know. Yeah, he's close. Yeah, I'd love to, love to see you and get laps. I think he was thinking about it. And we have the folks from Bentonville, Arkansas. Scott Ripple says, "What's up? Always good to see the Arkansas out here.
2: Oh, that's yeah. who I want. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes, and I heard you got a jersey from Arkansas, which is pretty is. dope. Yes, which is very cool. Speaking of places that are out in the middle, far out there, not this is a terrible transition.
2: <laughs> we
1: had friends that really out there today, and one of our friends, shout out to Josh, he went down on a trail going Mach oh. nine. In, in the backwoods of the forest and we think possibly separated the shoulder. He's actually watching this from the ER right now, probably on happy juice, happy meds. So what's up, Josh? Hope you're doing okay right now. Hope the ER doctor is taking good care of you. Hi, everybody in the ER. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this is the only time you see us, but um, shout out to Josh. Hope you're doing okay. They had to hike. How many miles out was it? Did they have to hike after a he crash?
2: Eight
3: miles
1: eight miles yeah eight miles and they'd already covered 2 000
3: feet like six hours or something to hike out of there i think is what he said
1: yeah six hours to hike out eight miles and total elevation change i think they had to hike over three thousand feet to get out of there which was crazy crazy huh. crazy but we're thinking about you my brother we're thinking about you speaking of people that are far away but are coming close is uh the next guests that we're gonna get on the show and I want to get them on first, Joey, because they've got an early flight and it's late out there. They're out of Miami, Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Johnny. You, and- I have to wake them <laughs> and- up. <laughs> <laughs> now like TNA. <laughs>
2: <gasps> hey guys. <laughs> I know what time is it? Hey right. guys. <laughs>
4: Hi Lauren.
2: Hey <Hi>. Johnny.
4: <laughs> hey everybody and. Chat Bill, <laughs> podcast Bill. I've been <laughs> we doing it. more podcasts lately than my own. <laughs> you've, been,
1: you've been on a podcast tour. You were on Women's MTV Network just recently. Now on the segment. Had yours last night with uh, B&E. I'm, I'm all talked out. Take podcast it away.
0: world. To- Ooh, no, no. <laughs> no me nervous. Don't do
1: that. <laughs> we're really excited. You guys are making it out to ride and shine. You guys got the ticket. Uh, what time is your flight tomorrow? 10 10 10 a.m yeah. landing at yeah. lax at 12 30 i think yeah baby that's gonna be yeah. so only really a
0: two and a half hour flight it's amazing nice.
1: that's fast how does that <laughs> wow <laughs> you got to
4: subtract something subtract so a couple of time <laughs> turns, times right, right.
1: <laughs> oh johnny and lauren thank you for being on the show i really sure. felt that this was a great one one you're coming all the way out here to to see us we can't wait to meet you guys in person but we're so excited it's so <laughs> it's going to be so fun our mountain bike community has spread so far and i love the fact that we have this impact you guys are a great example of that and now this message of ride and shine it's cool to see how far out it's traveled and all the people that are coming into it when it comes to mental health johnny and lauren what are some of the things that you guys do for your own mental health to keep it healthy
4: uh, do, do you want to get you want me to I think yeah. you want to go first. <laughs> That's why I got a podcast. Um, yeah. Again, we all mountain bike for, you know, our mental health. I think we do it because you zone out and it's trees, the dirt, the the feature. You zone out. And but to add on to that, because we're all probably going to say that is, is I have been re- recently diagnosed with, with ADHD. And I do this cause it's like a frontal lobe thing. And, you know, I, and I said this, I was talking about this last night is that my mind has like a million things going on at once. And I didn't realize this. I just thought, I, you know, I always thought I had something, you know, cause I was always anxious and, and, and there's so much going on and I, I can't <laughs> get it all out at once. And, and, you know, it's interesting when 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 it's it's brought to the forefront, when someone actually tells you that this is your issue, that you can see it now. It's right there and you can recognize your problem. So it's it's yeah. my my therapy for myself is to to stop when I start feeling anxious or I start feeling overwhelmed or I have a million million things. I see that right there. Mm. And I go, Oh, it's the ADHD. Mm. that's what's causing me to do that and it's it's really neat you know i i i love i didn't think i was going to be in therapy and i didn't think i and what i love about ride and shine is is, it's it's shining a light as adam would say on mental health Mm -hmm. and and not being ashamed of it and stuff and and i'm getting way too serious for me
1: no it's good but
4: but it, it really is a neat thing. Once you shine a light on it, it's okay, folks. Yes. It's okay to let people know it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to just go, Hey, I got a little something going on up here. Yeah. Like if I, if I had a goiter, <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's like, it's okay. I got a goiter. You, know? you, you shouldn't be ashamed of your goiter. I don't know if that works. (laughs) (laughs) Weird
0: analogy, but (laughs) that's (laughs) all we got. I guess we'll take it.
1: We followed the transition to goiter. (laughs) ADHD goiter. But you're right. It's it's so interesting how, when before you go in, it's so nerve wracking. Like, what are people going to think? I don't want people to see me. You know, do I really need counseling? And then once you go in, it's really not a big deal.
0: No, I actually love it. I love that you guys are talking about it i mean to me that's so cool just that every that it's so open and just a conversation i mean that's like the first start to to just being a healthier society and community in general i think yes
1: so true i mean those professionals the counselors they they have all that education as to help us organize and bring out those thoughts and help us figure out what's happening just like Mm -hmm. A trainer would at the gym, you know, yeah. like, hey, my biceps aren't what I want them to be. Like, oh, I'll do this, this, and that. Oh, thanks for the information. Same with the brain. <laughs> it's like, hey.
0: Do I get to answer his question?
1: Yes. You can answer.
4: Heck yeah. I'm really, I'm, uh, I've been quiet for a few seconds. <laughs> That's, all. That's
0: my time to jump in. It's like just a blip of a second.
4: Get um, it, Lauren.
0: <laughs> so I was going to so say two things that I kind of lean on all the time, and it's gratitude is the first one. I feel like just yeah, remembering all the things that, that are good. And like, you know, just, you can easily, it's so easy to start to go to the negative and to the bad and like what, you know, crap happened earlier in the day and or life or whatever, but just, there's so many things everywhere to just be grateful for. And you just, you can, I mean, it's something like people, you hear people say this, I feel like all the time, but like, once you actually start doing it and practice just being grateful and gratitude, it, you like start to feel what it does for you I think and I think it just kind of changes your entire mindset um and oh, and then the other one I was just gonna say my and it drives my mom nuts but my sister and I always have this, this it is what it is kind of mantra and it's just it's 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 not to be dismissive and that's why I think my mom hates it but it's it's acceptance is the thing it's just mm-hmm. understand and embrace just accept the things that are what they are I mean you do the best you can with what you got but Sometimes you just can't control everything. So, right.
1: Oh, I love that. A lot of times, yeah, you can't control it. It happened. It is what mm-hmm. it is. And uh, I think it's green
0: it, in a way.
1: Right. You're kind of putting a spotlight on that. Like, okay, there it is. It, yeah. That, it is what it is. Scott's mm-hmm. saying, is vulnerability a common roadblock for most people? Most people hesitant to open up. I would say so. I think so. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was it's funny because I was talking to my therapist yesterday and I was telling her about this uh, ride that that is coming, you know, ride and shine. And I, I was we're always talking and I was I was kind of bragging about going out and she was like, oh, my God, you're doing something great. And, you know, it's this is going to be good. And, but w- what my therapist and I are always talking about is I'm not worried about being judged, but there's this thing in me about acceptance. Mm. And we're working on that, and it's and I guess with my problem with acceptance is now that I've joined into this creative creator little realm, it, it's interesting. I I I was accepted on TV for a while. Now that I've come into this group, but people like you and Joey and Adam and Mia and just everybody that I've interviewed and stuff, and Lauren said this the other night is like this community has been my therapy yeah it's been this acceptance in this community and this, this is great like it, it's so weird it's weird like my dms are constantly full i don't know about you guys if like people talking like i thought i was just gonna podcast with somebody and then move on to the next podcast i didn't know i was gonna build relationships with these people yes and it's yeah. so amazing that 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 i've been brought into this this world to this little community of of mountain bike creators and it's the acceptance of that has been a real big therapy for me
0: you guys have done a lot for him which does in turn a lot for me thank you <laughs> <laughs> this I mean like you got the communities I would say it all the time but you guys have been just amazing it's the coolest thing to me that like this exists and it's just this like these people are really this nice. I don't get it. We're yes. from Miami, draw, people. Are like yeah. we don't get it.
2: <laughs>
4: We're we, not we, like that. To I, I, be honest, when, when Mark started, when we first, I was on Mark's podcast. He was on mine, and then he brought me on to, to your you guys doing it, and then you brought all these other uh, people on to for me and to interview. I never finish a sentence. <laughs> um, <laughs> of um, their their train just derailed again. Um. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's so weird, but it was so great. Like you guys were like this glue that started bringing people into my life. And it, Uh and it really was, it was just like, I looked forward to doing these things. Uh Like Lauren said, this is kind of my therapy is like people ride bike. I love riding bike and that's my therapy. But being a part of this community, this, this creator community has been a big therapy. Like I get giddy. I get giddy, I'm like, I got a podcast tonight, or I'm going to be on a podcast tonight or something yes. like that. And so it brings fun. me so much joy to be part of this. And and for you guys in SoCal, I got to be honest, it's is really incredible. I mean, Isaiah, who's going to be on tonight, he, he gave me a call last night, you know, just to find out what's going on with, with you this weekend.
3: Yeah, Isaiah always checks in on us. It's awesome.
4: Yep. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, are my, awesome. I feel dizzy. I haven't been this serious and I don't know how long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's great, Johnny. I, I love the fact that you guys are talking about the community and are a part of this community and this community reaches out global, right? We're all part of this mountain biking community and it's very similar. Everyone's accepting, everyone's open. We're all looking out for each other, which is, which is great. And then Lauren, I had a question for you when it comes to, like a newer mountain biker or somebody coming into this from the outside looking in on this community. How great, and you've already touched on it, but how great has the community been for you to see?
0: Uh well, I kind of feel I was I said to Johnny, I kind of feel like I'm an honorary mountain biker. Oh, sure. I can like put that title on myself. <laughs> um, but I you know, I don't mountain bike. I tried it a couple of times. I've kind of just I've been slowly getting a little bit more interested in maybe. Um, especially when the, with like the <laughs> women's mountain biking network on there, maybe like, that's my, so maybe I just had a really bad teacher. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> we had to get a close up of Johnny's face. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, but, um, what was the question? It, the the <laughs> mountain bike
1: community's who... impact, positive impact on you kind of being from an outside yeah. coming in.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, just the same thing. Like, just, I mean my he's my person and just seeing like what it's done for me is what it's done for him just seeing him be so happy and fulfilled and just and just finding like his his zen and his people and like by proxy that's amazing for me because i love to see that and it puts him in a better mood too so like yay <laughs>
1: that's <an> awesome <laughs> but,
4: no, I mean, it's been yeah just remember what i was going to say is is, is, is the community mark that i i derailed it. it was i was talking about this kid up here Wow. I, he was, I was on his, he was on my uh, back and forth. And next thing I know, I'm getting texts from him. I'm getting phone calls from him. I'm like, again, I thought just doing this thing. We, Thanks for being on my podcast. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden there was these, these bonds and these relationships. And, and some of my friends make fun of me because they're like, Oh, your friends. I don't have to, I don't have to be right here. <laughs> Right, face to face with you to to build these relationships, and I think True. building a, relationships like this has has been great therapy for me. That's like awesome. I, it's just you guys are so beautiful.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Trail monster, trail monster, popping in with a five dollar donation to the show. He says, "I've met so many new friends through the MTB community and even the creator community. Otherwise, I would have never normally met. I would have normally never met." That's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. This whole thing is really cool. 2023, we can we can make friends this way, you know? Yes. And, and, and get to know gonna, each other, build relationships. It's awesome.
4: And and look out, you two. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get look a bit. What's happening? <laughs> big Bear's going to put his paws around you. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: yeah, you're going to get a big one. I can't wait. <laughs> you gotta catch, you I got to catch I, this first. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going <laughs> yeah, to slap one around. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Johnny and Lauren, thank you for jumping on and sharing your yes, insights right. around mental health and the biking and the mountain biking community. I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. We're so tonight. excited.
0: We can't wait.
1: Yes, it's going to be so good. If you guys want to hang out for the after show, if you have to go, uh, no problem. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Cold mm-hmm. drinks. Uh, first round's on me.
2: No, you on see you tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> All,
4: All right, guys. Take care. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see you guys.
1: Can't wait to Let's see you right good. in China.
4: Okay, kick me off, bring someone else on. <laughs> okay, Rico. That was awesome. Man, Johnny and
1: Lauren are amazing. I can't wait to see them tomorrow. It's going to be great. Joey. i got to make sure
3: I charge his bike. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. I was so happy. You were so on it for, for his decoy this weekend. That was very, very cool. Um, well, I, I, I saw
3: that he hadn't been on the bike for a while due to a, was it a pinky a finger? One of the fingers. Great <laughs> finger.
2: A great finger. finger. That's right. Yeah.
3: Finger. So, Yeah. <laughs> help them out and yeah it's gonna change his world
1: <laughs> that was awesome every time you hit me up i'd have to hit the guys at yt um extra large decoy please this one's from mr yates they're like oh you should have yeah. told us it was joey yates request i thought it was yours again mark don't call don't call taylor just uh <laughs> all i had to drop was joey yates and then i had uh the outsider in my back pocket too. So I didn't have to call that card, but you know, I was ready to go if, if we needed to, (laughs) but we got him a bite. That thing's beautiful. Can we just see a nice looking bike? Yeah. A
3: little stormtrooper there.
1: Yes. Next guest that we're going to have on the show tonight. Uh, she's going to have to jump off and head out to the airport to pick up another creator. Who's flying all the way in from the East coast, hopefully having drinks right now on the airlines. Uh, let's bring on Miss Mia from Women's MTV Network. What up, crew? What's hey. up, Mia? Thanks for jumping on.
5: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
1: Dude, are you stoked for this Ride and Shine event this weekend?
5: Oh, my God. I don't think I'm going to sleep like tonight <laughs> or tomorrow night. I think <laughs> it's
1: like... it's going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> you are on print for being one of the speakers on the Ride and Shine on the Shine part. And I don't want to steal any thunder by you sharing, you know, too many details, but can you kind of give us a little high-level overview of what you might be sharing for people listening in who may really relate to your story?
5: Yeah, um, I'm going to be talking about some personal experiences that happened with me a few years back um, that has affected me to this point in my life. Um, it made me, shape me who I am, and I'm very proud of that, even though it was difficult times. But we're also going to be sharing, we're literally going to be sharing uh, a hopeful story, you know, an encouraging story. And as sad as as it is, it's has a great ending. And that's what I want to convey to people, that it's going to be hopeful and that you can get that even if you're going through a hard time.
1: Ooh, baby, that's what we call a hook. That was a beautiful hook, Miss Mia, uh, in the entertainment industry. <laughs> Holy cow! Print that one. We can cut. We're a wrap.
5: <laughs> I'm not even in the entertainment industry, so I I'm, I appreciate you saying. I'm that. I'm
1: not either, but it sounded good coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I was I was uh, I'm really excited about that, and I cannot wait for you to be on stage sharing this. And I know it's going to impact folks and help people out when they hear this story. So it's going to yeah. be amazing. Um, Mia, for you in your personal life, when it comes to mental health, what are some of the things that you do to kind of demystify the stigma around it?
5: I try and talk to people about it. Every time I go to therapy or I had a good session, because I do see a therapist, I have for a few years now. And I just tell people about it. Oh, the other day I was talking to my therapist about this really cool thing that she had me do, or if someone's struggling, which happened recently with a friend of mine last week, she was having a really hard time. And I was like, you know, my therapist often gives me this type of advice. Oh, that's and great. I even, and I even said, it works for me, it may not work for you, but here's her number. Call her. You can speak to her. Um, and I just try and make it so that it's a big deal because it isn't right. It's not a big deal. It should be exactly what Adam was saying last week, which was, Hey, I went to the gym. So my therapist. Like you said, let's go boxing. Like you're working a muscle, just as yes. much as you're working a muscle in the gym, your brain's a muscle in the same way.
1: Right. Probably like so- the most important muscle
5: right? So yeah, for that, sure.
1: That thing, everything starts there. Your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become what you
5: are. 100%. And and you know, mental health comes in so many different aspects. Uh, For me, a lot of it has been I found out recently, I needed to also see a licensed like a professional dietitian, which is, I lost my ways during law school, things were really stressed, stressful, I gained a bunch of weight and I didn't realize I had an issue with that too until recently by therapist. So I even said that, I said that to someone yesterday It's like, Oh, have you, you know, a dietitian really helps me too. Have you guys thought about thinking of, you know, so I just always like (laughs) saying that to people.
1: That is awesome. Speaking of people saying things to people, you did get a shout out here from a very high up exec. I love this.
2: Ooh, high up Susie, exec. Oh.
1: Susie Murphy from San Diego mountain bike association. She goes, yeah, Mia big hugs for you tomorrow. And they are going to be up there. SDMBA Simba is going to be at ride and shine. That is big. So thank you Susie for your support. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I
5: can't wait to meet her. I can't wait to meet her. And I want to organize a time to go down there and ride for the weekend in San Diego.
1: what a great place to go. San Diego is not a bad spot. (laughs) And Susie knows everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Now, as far as uh, mental health and the bike, what are some of the things that you've gleaned or benefited from mentally from riding bikes?
5: I mean, for me, it's similar to what a lot of people say, where it just helps clear your head. Right. And for me, when I'm on the bike, I'm not thinking about anything else. It's kind of like what Joey was saying. If you're climbing, he was saying this earlier, I think offline, when he hates to climb and he doesn't think about it. He, so to him, he's clearing his head. I'm assuming, right, Joey? You're clearing your head. You're not worried about that. You just no. got to do what you got to do to get at to the top of the mountain. So for me, it's very similar. Like I just try and shut everything off and I listen to nature. I don't ever have headphones on. I just wow. want to hear it mainly because I'm super scared of snakes. I need to hear a rattlesnake. <laughs> I, um, I want to hear nature and I want to hear my bike. I want to hear how I'm pedaling, how I'm breathing. I want to be in tune with myself. And that for me is how I relax on the bike. So oh, it works yeah. every time. That is awesome. That is
1: awesome. And what is something that you would say to somebody who is thinking about jumping on a bike, but just hasn't done it yet? Let's just take, somebody who let's let's take a female who might be intimidated about jumping onto a bike where it's male dominated what would you tell that person to get them to encourage them to jump on a bike
5: to do it regardless and obviously one number one would be connect with other female riders that will support you but also realize that even though it's male dominated it's not that intimidating when you're riding with people who want you there and that's the case a lot of the times so it's like i said the other week right like if you're invited you're wanted and i i'm not gonna lie i was intimidated to ride with you mark back in in me? february really like, Shit, he's a shredder man am i gonna like keep <laughs> up with this dude like what but it's, i mean everyone goes through it right so connect with other women find uh dm me or becca we're always connecting women with groups i actually just connected someone up in oregon yesterday um find your clan, find your crew, find your people, you know, but also, yeah, don't be afraid. Don't I be know. afraid.
1: I love it. MTB TNA. She's saying, I feel specifically targeted by that question. <laughs> <laughs> Is she not coming out or enduraging? what? No, she she is, but she sure. might be jumping on a bike. She may feel a little intimidated, but she might be wanting to oh, jump that's
2: on a bike.
5: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's Johnny's Lauren. <laughs> she feels targeted. <laughs> Lauren, I always got your back. I'm trying. I'm trying. Don't
5: but, listen to you, what Johnny says,
3: Lauren. You're good. DNA's trails and what? <laughs> trails,
1: trails and associations. Uh,
5: that's
3: what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i Mark, know
1: what you're, you're thinking so quick-witted you're yeah so quick-witted. joy was thinking treats and assets <laughs> <laughs> but uh mia thank you so much uh before you jump off let people know where they can get more of you in, in the women's mtv network
5: yeah just uh follow us on instagram women's and obviously we have our website which is women's uh i said that backwards The website is Network.com and the uh, Instagram is just Network. And um, we are very responsive on there. We have some really cool stuff coming up. We're going to be filming a ton of content in the next few days for people. So I'm really excited about that. But Instagram is usually the main way, the website, the email's on there. So yeah, just reach out and we're very accessible, very approachable.
1: Awesome. And I hear the director of Women's MTV Network is flying in for this event as well. So you guys will both be there.
5: All Becca right. is on her way. She, I'm gonna leave for the airport in a bit to pick her up. I gotta cut across Los Angeles for that, so that should be fun. That but is beautiful.
1: Like, that is be beautiful. Great. Had a couple uh, before you run. Got a couple things here coming in from the chat. Uh, Susie Murphy yes. with uh, Simba says. Girls Gone Writing has cha- has eight chapters now in the Southwest. Our SD chapter alone has 1,500-plus members. Co-founder Wendy E. will be there tomorrow. Holy cow. Yeah, I awesome. spoke to
5: Wendy yesterday, and I posted it on the Girls Gone Writing page, the LA chapter, like a Girls. few weeks ago. And then she she, said, she posted, she's like, I'm going to be at Scott Park this weekend. And I was like, are you coming to the event? She's like, sure. I think she forgot. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) awesome. And a bunch of other people are coming. So it's going to be amazing to have women represented there for sure. It's going
1: to be great. 1,500 possible women writers in that chapter. Boy, yeah. See, for the the person that we were making up, Lauren, that may be a little intimidated to jump on a bike for the first (sighs) time and have fun. Look at that. That's a big, big chapter. A lot of fun people to ride with.
5: And I did a podcast with Wendy. That's on there, too. You guys could check that out. But it's the biggest goal founding group in the country, I believe. Yeah, it's like the biggest one.
1: Dang, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, We had uh, Scott Ripple saying, being judged on your skill level is a huge anxiety when writing with new people. But most of the time, you find that most people don't care about that. So true. I
5: think 100%.
1: They're out there to have fun. And I think uh as long as you're as you're cool and you're having fun, I think that's all that matters the most.
5: Yeah. And you know, it doesn't matter if you've been riding, I'll just end on this. It doesn't matter if you've been riding for a month or a year. I think that you belong on the trails no matter what, and you're just having a good time. That's what really matters is you're having a good time.
1: Yes, exactly. And Scott is correct. If you're on the pedals, be where your pedals are. You're in the right spot. Yeah. I love that. I love that. We got uh all right, Mia. Well, thank you very much. I know you have to jam to LAX. Drive safe, yeah. and we'll see you up in the mountains for ride and shine. See you all Saturday. All right, Bye. There's Mia from wins MTV Network. That is awesome. Versus tires is jumping on. Uh Scott says, oh, well and her. maybe. Oh, <laughs> versus tires says having fun is all that matters. You're right, Scott. That is so true. That is exactly it. I love it. I love it let's uh let's get another guest on but let's check in with the chat did we get everybody in here i see the octodad from new zealand jumped on he says that there's a group out there shout out to the mud maidens in Rotorua. what's up mud maidens heck yeah that's cool that was very cool i love all this and uh we got universe corn says hell yeah brother we make it we make it through the fog yes we do we do that fog is only here for a little while i did see that uh Our friend Zach was on the show here. He's in the chats, and he did a really good reminder to me when I was going through that fog was one of the inspirations for this video, the video that I made on the fog. But basically, he called me and just checked on me. He goes, hey, man, just remember it's a storm. It sucks right now, but it's not going to stay. And eventually, that sun's going to come back out, and all the things are going to grow back. And I was just like, thank you, Zach. That's Tumor Warrior who uh, called me for that, so thank you so much and universe corn thank you for the comment on that you owe so cal's and It says ride shine and then maybe melts yeah, <laughs> Joey, <little> what's, <laughs> what's the what's the weather report for uh, sky park it's 90, 89 90
3: degrees which is pretty warm for up there
1: sounds like the best type of cold beer sales opportunity alive <laughs> <laughs> 89 at sky park air Blair's on it says amtb family Look forward to riding with the East and West Coast crew at Ride and Shine. Heck, yeah. It's going to be so fun. So, it's so be hot,
3: fun. but It's all in the shade. All the trails are in the shade. So, it'll be good. Very,
1: very good point. Very good point. And I know Stephanie from uh, Sky Park, who has been outstanding with working with all of us about Ride and Shine, is doing some great things to make sure that drinks are close by and that there are shade accessible for everyone.
2: Mountain yeah, by Cooner just- is saying
3: Yes. She'll spray you down with the Mister bottle too if you ask her.
1: Yes, yes, she's a party. She's a party. I love Stephanie. Now, my cutie is saying yes. What's the deal with the temp? Am I That's bringing it I from Florida? It
3: I told you it was his fault. He was bringing that heat because he loves the heat. Did. So hard.
1: John, <laughs> how baby? How did you do that? That's amazing. No, Can it, you bring some?
3: 70 up there every day and then johnny shows up and we're in the <laughs>
1: well if it gets if it gets humid, our hair gets frizzy that's gonna be even more awesome <laughs> <laughs> let's bring up the next guest to talk about ride and shine uh joey i'll let you pick there is a couple good ones backstage so 12 ounce curls <laughs> no, so all, day, right? <laughs> I, all day
3: you pick it mark
2: you go oh. for it
1: all right, here we go. This man has been – I think this will be good because then we can we can end it with uh, our last guest who is definitely really tied in with uh, this whole thing and the show and how it started. So let's start with the gentleman who was literally just giving high fives and fist bumps to Mickey Mouse, went on a couple rides, had a few drinks, having a good time, good laughs. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only The Outsider, NTB. What's up, Tony?
6: Oh, what an-
1: Hell of an intro, thank you. <laughs> the MTV is commenting. He says, "Shout out to the lady who finished my corn dog at Disneyland today." Tell yeah. us the story behind this.
6: <laughs> I mean, I, I'm at the, I'm at Disneyland. I'm, I, I had an open afternoon. I've been planning out this trip to Colorado. I'm waiting for emails to come in back and forth. So I'm like, I'm not going to sit home waiting. I'm going to go to Disneyland. <laughs> so I went to Disneyland and uh, had a couple drinks and got a couple corn dogs. Didn't finish the corn dog. And as a joke, I was like, "Do you guys you you want the this?" There was like a stick sticking out, you know, like the end of the corn dog, and it had the rest of it on the bottom. It's that like a spackle? Something? And I was like, "You guys want this?" And she was like,
4: "Oh yeah, I'll take that."
6: No, uh, did she eat it and,
4: right? In and front I couldn't of believe you?
6: it. I thought she was making fun of me. <laughs> and she grabbed it and she started eating it like a chicken wing, like. What? winner winner chicken dinner <laughs> holy cow i thought i was being a jerk by like trying to have some humor you know yeah <laughs> but she ate the gristle and everything oh, the corn dog was dead what about <laughs> the stick did she <laughs> leave the it stick? Made my day really did <laughs> and it gave me a good It put me in a good mood coming here and talk to you guys
1: <laughs> thank you tony i'm so glad you made it man that's that's awesome thank you for all the support just for the folks who are listening in and watching tony has been a supporter of ride and shine since day one one of the first folks to even help film a promo for us for ride and shine when it's just in its infancy of idea to reality so tony has has been there um tony what did you think you were one of the first ones so last year was our first time doing ride and shine what was the impact that it had on you
6: I, I was blown away. I, I didn't expect as much of a, I don't know, I'm, trying, I'm going to try to find the words to put this in. Like, I just thought it was going to be another like group ride. And then we all get together and we talk about some things that are important. But when you guys had that stage open up and you had people sharing, it opened up a whole new world to me where I was like, wow, they really went for it. And uh, we're talking about things that matter. And we're talking about things that aren't just like, how's the weather? you know, we're talking about things that people care about and we're pe- talking about things that are people that people actually deal with. And yeah. you guys were getting to the root of issues that I think a lot of people weren't talking about. And it it, it made me feel like I was part of something bigger than I thought it was. And I, I awesome. credit you guys for doing something like that. And that's why this year, when it came around, I was like, man, if this is even close to next year, and I think it's going to be even better, this is going to be something to really like I'm just gonna I don't want to say blow minds but I want to say um blend with minds or something like that like really really yeah. get people like tuned in you know like really connect the the audience and really connect the community yeah I
1: love that I see what you're saying on that to be able to get on the same page with everybody open up things that are kind of stuff that we're afraid to talk about or maybe you' don't talk about. But allow it to be normal. Give it yeah. that spotlight. That's pretty fun. That's
3: I, cool. I think that's one of the things too. I mean, when you, every, oh, sorry. When you open up about it, you realize almost I'm going to say 90% of the people I ride with have anxiety or something. And it's like, Oh, this is totally normal.
6: Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I mean, once you start talking to people, once you get down to the root of things, everybody's going through something. Yes. And, uh, if they're mature enough to like meet you halfway and talk about that after you get to know them a little bit, um, it's really endearing. And I think that what's even more cool about this event is that we're meeting people on a face, on a face level, that are already well willing to open up and putting themselves out there before they even get to meet a lot of people. So it's hard to do that, right? It's hard to really put yourself out there on a level and be vulnerable. Um, without meeting the audience. So I think the people, especially the speakers and you guys that are going for that, um, it's not it's not easy. I wanna say, give you guys credit, it's kind of scary. I've done it on my YouTube channel here and there. And I know that feeling of like, you don't really know what's, what the feedback's gonna be, but what's great is that you go into this community and you try it once, you try it twice, you try it three times, and the feedback is always positive. So that's one of the reasons I love this community is that you can have confidence that they're gonna have your back with this kind of uh, dialogue,
1: yeah, so true, so true. The community is so good. San Diego Mountain Bike Associations is saying personally, and as a trail advocate, I am very encouraged by these conversations. Thank you all. Yeah, Susie Murphy, yeah. that's so true. It's that's it's great. something that uh, I'm so glad that we have actually a space that's marked out at least once a year at Sky Park for this, so that we can shine a light on it and and normalize it. Yeah try to end the stigma on it and I really credit uh, Adam as the literally the founder the the baby mastermind behind it you know it came from his heart came from his head and uh it's Adam's
6: such a good dude should we just get him in here right now
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah we'll definitely bring him up we need your time for shine real quick and then uh Tony when it comes to like, what do you do as Tony the Outsider? I look at the outsider. He's the guy that I go to when I want to learn about trails. He's the guy that comes into my inbox every week to get me stoked up on, on trails when I'm stuck at work, doing my thing or, or juggling the family. Um, but what does the outsider do for his mental health?
6: Oh, man. Well, I shared this on the last week's um, live stream with the Women's MTB Network. But, I, you know, I have a therapist. I talk to someone Uh, I I don't think that it's always something that you have. Like I said this last week, like I'll say it again. Therapy isn't something that you have to have a traumatic thing happen to you. You don't have to have a crazy childhood. You don't have to have some kind of um, thing that you're trying to get over. It's just helpful to talk to someone about things that are going on in your head and to get it out there and say it out loud. And sometimes when I say things out loud, I learn from myself just by saying those things that are buried in the back of my head. that I didn't even know were there. So I'm learning as I talk to myself, to this person, you know, like it's this weird world that I didn't know was there that really helps me Uh, for me. Mountain biking helps because mountain biking, the bike takes me to places I didn't, I I would never see before. I've seen so many beautiful places and I've been in such peaceful spots, lakes, mountains, um, valleys, peaks, all the things that your bike takes you to. I would never be there if not for mountain biking. And I really am appreciative to that for for bringing me there. And I always try to say on my channel, like the main thing is like an appreciation station is somewhere where you stop, take it in and think about it and just give him a second to take in where you're at because life goes by so quickly. And I I really feel like if you just stop for a minute, pause and be present, it's, it's harder than you think because we're so with cell phones and social media and all the things th- these days for me, like the mountain bike helps me put my life on pause. I'm not good at meditation because my mind is so crazy. Like I have trouble sleeping and I know my faults, but I know what mountain biking forces me to put my mind into one place. Cause if I don't, I'm going to get hurt, right? Like if, you, yes. if you're not paying attention yeah. to your mountain bike, if you're not put, putting your whole uh, mind into one possible outcome, seeing your, your fruition come, you're going to get hurt. So it forces you to meditate and then taking that, uh, and just going further with it with like appreciation stations. Um, I, I guess that's, it's a bit of a long winded answer, but that's, I love that's it. how I do
1: it. Speaking the truth, man, I love it. And I love that's how, I love how you articulated how the bike has given back to you mentally. It's, it's helped you pause. It's helped you mm-hmm. take in moments that you normally would have missed. It's, it's helped got you out of screens and onto beautiful places and adventures and you bring us yeah. along with it so yeah,
6: it's amazing cool man that's crazy here i i've actually been thinking about it a lot lately like um i've had some injuries the last couple of years i got you know knocked out i hit my head i uh, broke a helmet and i'm thinking to myself like i'm not trying to prioritize progression with, like i used to i'm trying to prioritize having fun on the trail And if the progression comes, that's part of it. Because I I think for me, my mental health comes within having a good ride and not doing the craziest ride, right? So uh, I'm going on this these bike tour trips, and I'm starting to feel like, oh man, like there's all these bike parks I'm going to. I have a little bit of anxiety. It's like you know what? Slow it down, dude. Like you just have fun. If you want to ride blue trails, ride the blues. Like just do your thing. And I think that's okay. I think there's such a send it culture in mountain biking that I think that it's okay to slow it down too. And like go at your own progression. And if you're going to send it, send it, but like, don't force yourself to be in that culture of like, dude, we're, you know, for me, I'm too old for that crap. <laughs> you know, oh, like, like, just, just have fun, man.
3: Yes. That video that you posted about that really changed the way I looked at mountain biking as far as sending it versus taking it in. And yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Cool, yeah. man. That's great to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm trying to live by that motto right now. and But it's it's weird. I'm like one person out, off the bike and I'm one person on the bike. Because when I get on the bike, I'm still like that, like, oh, man, what are we going to get into today? <laughs> it's like, all right, <laughs> slow it down, Tony. You got like the devil and the angel on his shoulder.
3: You know, yes. I, I just have Do Eric it, riding dirty yeah. on one shoulder and Mark on the other shoulder. <laughs> Do That's it, funny. Joey.
1: Don't yeah. do it, Joey. Think about it. Yeah. Think about the kids. Yeah. <laughs> think about, no. Tony, I think the timing of that video was also very good because we had a really good rainy season. The trails yes. changed quite a bit. A lot of us were off the bike for you know weeks on end, and we get back, but our brain and our body feel better than it ever has. We've had a time to take a break. We're really yeah. jones to get on the trails, and we've seen a lot of injury this season amongst our mountain bike community, and I feel like that is a great reminder, and your video hit perfect. When yes, it comes right. to having a good time, you're out there to have fun, send it. If you want to, it's also way fun to yes. dial it back to yeah. 80% and have a big smile again and again and again and again tomorrow.
6: <laughs> it is. And you know, what's you know, it's even more fun riding the next day too. Yes. <laughs> <Because Yes>. In <laughs> case like, I always right. think about it like, okay, I could probably do this right now, but I'm going to ride my bike tomorrow too. And this, there's like a 50 50 shot. And I used to just say, go for it. And now now I'm like, I'm going to ride tomorrow. Yes.
1: That's so true. I don't know. Maybe
6: I'm a wuss these days, but Hey, I I look at it. Like I'm having as much fun as I can.
1: Heck yeah. As long as you got the smiles and the miles, you're doing it right. Uh, San Diego mountain bike association says for sure. Live to ride another day, go for long-term lifelong enjoyment. That's the ticket. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good reminder. Um, Scott is saying with Versus, he says, have a feeling there's a lot of Versus tires in this room. <laughs> there used to be one right behind Joey, actually. Oh, there it is. There it hey, is. Hey, there it is, Scott. <laughs> versus tires right there. <laughs> Tony, thank you very much for sharing your insight around mental health, what you do for mental health, and how the bike has really contributed to your mental health. You're a great ambassador for our sport and for content creation. I love you, brother. Thank you so much for jumping on. And I can't Thanks wait to- have me. I love you guys. Can't wait to get laughs with you on Saturday. Party laughs so in a
6: couple days.
1: Heck yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tony the Outsider. If you guys are up at ride and Shine, catch a lap with Tony. We'll see you all then. And we'll get the next guest up. We got... Uh, uh,
3: we have a question from...
1: Yes. Are there going to? Yes. So so you SoCal is asking, are there going to be any demos? My bike is in pieces. And yes, there is. Um, Michael from Specialized reached out Specialized San Diego, and they are going to be there with some specialized e-bikes. So Danny, uh, come on up and jump on one of those. Those are going to be able to demo. And if you're looking for new footwear, Etnies is going to be there as well. Etnies is going to be demoing their shoes for the day so if you want to try etnies on a new bike with some new shoes you sure can and that's going to be all fun and of course scott with versus tires scott's everywhere man i always love it versus tires will be up there if you guys are interested in versus tires you all know we've rocked versus tires and love them so make sure you check those out as well and now jumping on to one of the creators well the main creator this is the seed that was planted on his heart and he Pretty much brought this to all of us. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, welcome, Mr. Adam
2: Mock.
7: What's up? What's I'm so up, excited Adam? to hang with you all. <laughs> like hearing everybody, like I'm sitting backstage and like my heart is just warm. What a what an incredible community. I, I love that. And I see that Susie's got to run. Susie, I just want to say I'm so grateful that you are tuned in and engaged with what we're doing this weekend and that you're going to be a part of it. Really appreciate that. Yes, definitely. Adam, when it came to this whole idea
1: of Ride and Shine, now we're in Ride and Shine Volume 2. We saw the impact that it had last year amongst all of us in the community. And we saw how it rippled out with the content creators on video to other areas that were way far beyond Southern California. Um, How did this whole idea land on you?
7: Uh, it, it was kind of multifaceted, man. Uh, one, it was just the strength of our community. One, knowing how we all felt more capable when we were doing things together, going on group rides, sh- uh, shouting each other out, uh, being, just being down for, for one another. It felt very ride and die, you know, like the whole SoCal scene. Uh, two, uh, from my own story that I shared at last year's Ride and Shine, I share on my YouTube channel, I was suicidal in my early 20s. And uh, I know what it's like to have kind of this dark specter hovering over you and uh you know i'm 50 now but it doesn't ever feel like that specter is completely gone uh it you know you're just very cognizant that it's there and i just started watching some other content creators you know lee mccormick Lee likes bikes shared very openly that he wanted to end his life uh, in sedona after teaching people how to ride and having stoke with them and then i saw kyle warner uh, you know, with a vaccine injury, just kind of share his experience, but get attacked by so many people as if he was picking a side and he's broke down on a video, uh, you know, just uh, sharing just about that anxiety and the amount of stress that he was under. And then Mark, you know, I started talking to you and I, I was just like, man, like, I would love to have just a, a real dignified and open conversation about our mental health. Like Why? Why is there this stigma around it? Why do we have to feel so broken because we choose to see a therapist or a counselor or a coach uh, to make ourselves better? We don't feel broken when we go to the gym to improve ourselves. Everybody cheers us on. But why, when it comes to our mind, do we feel this sense of, of shame with it? Yeah. And it came a time to end it. And I thought, what better way to do it than to have the ultimate group ride Like your family, your friends, like content creators, you know, like crews, everybody come together because we love that feeling of stoke on the trails. And then after we've kind of uh, exhausted ourselves physically on the trails to have the mind ready to be primed to go, oh, wow, I'm actually not alone. And maybe I'll take a step to get the help, help that I need. And, you know, Mark, and you know this too, Joe, you know, the whole goal last year was, man, maybe through the process of this, we can just save one life. And that would be invaluable one person to know that, that they might not want to be here today, but they are here tomorrow because of an event like this would be tremendous. And, uh, and I love that that's, we were able to accomplish last year.
1: Yeah, that was so good. That was so crazy to see how it went from your thoughts and idea and literally going through run of show and zoom call after zoom call, getting all these organizers and getting talent and getting musicians to set the theme and, Getting vocals, you know, from Ernie from Transcend MTB to really share his story, have it echo throughout the park, especially when he was talking about climbing at Sky Park under the trees.
7: Yeah. Uh, beautiful. And man, and Mark, you you got that audio because Ernie was on your podcast. This is how interconnected everything is. I, I definitely couldn't have pulled this off alone last year. I have no illusions about that. This takes a community and it takes connection. And I definitely haven't been able to pull that off this coming Saturday uh, on my own. I, Mark, gosh, I, you and Mia and Stephanie and Isaiah and everybody who reached out to say, how can I help? Because uh, the community oh. was hitting us, with right? Like they were getting hit with DMs saying, this is needed, it, not just once, like this is needed regularly. And some, I think it was cause, uh, and I love cause he's a great guy. He said it, not only is this needed every year, but like, maybe we can do this in different communities everywhere. That's how I think how itching everybody is just to talk about things. As Tony said, it, it, more than the weather.
1: Yeah, totally. Things that really are in there and deep, uh, Tremont was saying Kyle Warner is literally the nicest dude yeah. ever. I felt for yeah. him so bad when people were attacking him and when he Bro. had such a serious health issue, he was sharing totally.
2: totally.
7: Oh, it's so unwarranted. And I think yeah. that's right. Kyle, Kyle and April, they dropped so much free content to help us all out as mountain bikers, skilled riders, great people. And he's getting attacked. Yeah. What? <laughs>
1: like, he's insane. a beautiful person, man. Beautiful person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That uh, that was very cool that we had an opportunity to have a light shine amongst the community around yeah. this whole mental health and uh, man kudos to you for for thinking of it and having the the directive to be able to pull it through because a lot of times we're, we'll after a ride we'll talk about ideas and things like that and
2: yeah. then
1: they leave we leave and they we leave them there and yeah. well uh,
7: i could i could cool. not have that last year could not have gone off without you uh, for those of you who don't know if you didn't attend last year i shared very openly the first person i called when i had the idea was was mark and i just said man i have an idea for something and you know, i wanted it sky park I want to call it And I just want to talk openly about mental health. And I, I need your help, man. And God bless you, dude. Cause you were just like, let's do it brother. You let's know, do yeah. let's do it. I know. I know Joey, you were down from day one. There were so many people down from day one with this. You know, uh, uh, Tony was, was, was definitely one of them. Uh, so many people we had on last year. I don't think anybody said no to attending the event unless they had another obligation. That's how down everybody was. It really took an entire community to pull that off and and it's going to take an entire community again this Saturday.
1: Yes. And the goal is still the same. The goal is still the same, right, Adam?
7: Yeah. Save one life, right? Mm -hmm. Actually the goal is twofold. I guess the goal is, is let's end the stigma around our mental health. And in that process, let's save a life. Uh, it's scary. You know, for those who don't know, I work in the, in the personal and professional development realm. So I get a lot of DMS and calls from people, uh, who sometimes are on the, on the precipice, they're just not doing well. And, uh, to know that they're still here, to know that you have another day with them, um, it's interesting, you know. Joey earlier was talking about the idea of um, how long do feelings last. It's these emotionals and they've actually been able to. This is science. They've just been able to track how long emotions last. And people will think that these things last like weeks or even months or hours upon hours. They only last seven to fifteen seconds.
6: God, they of, feel like kind of a mind tilt, it.
7: right? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. On average, on average, I get that like heartache endures and betrayal endures and such. But all that is saying is perception. It's not reality. It's greater than reality. Our feelings, a lot of people make decisions based off of how they feel and they don't measure it against a thought. I'm reading a great book right now called Slow and Fast Thinking, where it's all about our cognitive biases. And it's really interesting because part of that cognitive bias is we believe that what we feel is truth. But those feelings last seven to 15 seconds, we actually have to measure it against something to see if it's true. And decide what to do with it the reason the feelings endure longer is because it attaches to a thought that starts ruminating mm-hmm. and our brains are designed to make sense of things and to keep us safe and our brains are still pretty primitive right so if you think back to the times you know when we were very primitive and we would go out and we would have to hunt and forage for our foods we would have to know if a sound was going to hurt us so our brains are designed to, to think of the worst case scenario and the neuroscience the studies have shown that when we have gaps in information, our brains fill it in with negative scenarios. So what you think affects how you feel and that affects your behavior. So negative scenario, you feel a negative scenario, it triggers a thought, a negative thought, and it fuels the negative feeling and that fuels a negative behavior. Mm -hmm. But if we can talk openly and in psychologically safe spaces about our mental health and realize we're not alone, well guess what happens to the thought? The thought goes, this is normal. I'm not broken. I'm okay. I'm doing something normal for my mental health. I feel good about it, and you start to behave better. And that's really what I want for everybody. That's
3: very cool. I'm that's so really- glad. You were, I'm, one, I'm so glad you shared that with me because it completely changed my life. And uh, two, I'm glad that you're able to share that with everybody right now on the podcast because yeah. when I get anxiety, the hair on the back of my neck goes up. I get hot, and mm-hmm taught me that little trick or shared that trick with me or it's not even a trick you just shared that with me and my mind immediately goes somewhere else and tries to think about something else and before I know it that that thought's gone like and oh, it so yeah I mean I I don't know you shared that with me maybe a year and a half ago two years and I have yeah. not had an anxiety attack since then
7: Oh, I love that, Joey! Yeah, I, awesome. I love that.
3: I had an anxiety attack—it's lasted seven to fifteen seconds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then that thought is gone. Yeah.
7: You know it's what's gone. interesting? Yeah. Full, full full transparency. Speaking of anxiety, I, I have had a lot of anxiety around this event this year. I actually had a chance just to have like a, a brunch with with Tony the other day, and I was telling him. I'm excited, you know, emotions, people think it's singular, like you just have this one emotion, you don't, you can have a duality of emotions or, or plural emotions. And part of mine is I'm super excited for this weekend. But I also have a tremendous amount of anxiety about it. Uh, You know, about a week ago, I had a minor panic attack in the middle of the night that woke me up from my sleep, because it means so much to me. And we know what's at stake. With something like this, it's the ability to help somebody take a step forward towards their mental health, towards their well-being, and that means everything. So I don't, I don't treat this with any kind of triviality whatsoever. So I just want to share with everybody, like, and I'm a professional development coach, and even coaches have coaches, therapists have therapists, counselors have counselors. Um, I have to work myself through that narrative of what is my anxiety really, really about. And Tony was really great at that. He actually asked me that very point blank. He asked me, what, "What is your anxiety about?" You know, and I was able to just to start to unpack that with him. That's great, man. Yeah,
1: that's so good. Those conversations are 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 awesome, and that's exactly where we want to be able to get people to if they are not there already. Um, one of the great folks that was part of the or was there at Ride and shine last year talk about no pressure at all was one of our friends who's also a ginormous celebrity in the action sports world he's a legend out there steve Caballero <laughs> was there and he so was cool. so great because he got right in the mix and was like playing music with the band yeah. and everything oh my gosh. but uh, wouldn't it be cool to hear what steve Caballero thought of the Ride and shine last year and maybe for somebody like him who's in a band who does art who also is a legend on skateboards how does he keep his mental health healthy? Wouldn't it be cool to hear what that would sound like?
7: Yeah, Hell yeah. Who wouldn't want to hear that? <laughs> right, right.
1: You, you have cab hidden backstage. Cause that would be yeah. super dope. <laughs> we do have Steve. Cavaloa backstage. <laughs> Let's bring him out here for all of you guys to say what's up to. Yo cab. What's up cab. What's up. Adam? What's, up Joey?
8: what's up Mark.
1: <laughs> Good to see you brother. So cool. Thank you, for you
8: guys. And. It was actually awesome being backstage and listening to Adam speak because he speaks truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just shaking my head yes to everything that he was saying. I agree with uh, his philosophy. Um, I actually did an interview today with a gentleman that, that focuses on mental health and, and the way the brain works. And he wanted to know how my brain worked and how I was able to overcome fear And um, because the things that that we do now that we've included mountain bike in our Mm regimen, I mean, it's a dangerous sport, man, you know, and we crash all the time. But what is it that keeps us coming back? Because we know the consequences of it, you know. And so um, I, I obviously felt that immensely years ago with motocross when I broke my femur and had to come back. And I did. And I broke my ankle 10 months later. So, you know, it's just kind of one of those things I was brought up that way in skating. Uh, I've been getting hurt my whole life. But you know, in my life, uh, pain has just been temporary. You Mm. know, Um, I know in a lot of other people's lives, it hasn't been there's been pain their whole life. So I, I can't speak for them. And I can't I don't understand what they go through, but I understand what I go through and what works for me. So I can only share what what works for me. I, I don't know what works for someone else. Everyone's different.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that, Cav. I mean, what works for you may not work for everybody, but there sure is going to be a percentage of folks that will relate to what you do for your mental health. So what do you do when you know, you know you have an injury, you're an athlete? and you can't get back out there, how do you keep that fog away? And what do you do to keep your mental health healthy?
8: Um, well, obviously PMA, positive mental attitude has always helped me get through any kind of tragedy or, or, you know, kind of falling back into it. Like you want a certain goal, but something's restraining you from moving forward, um, you know. Everybody deals with anxiety in their own way. And I've dealt with anxiety as a child. Um, I was, to, to be honest with you, like I was a very, very shy little boy. You were? A,
7: oh yeah. No, no. Yeah. you're always in the public. You're always in the public <laughs> eye. <laughs> right.
8: <laughs> not, not before skateboarding though. Okay. Not before skateboarding. I was a very shy young boy that was very afraid of a lot of things um and and being around people and and doing things around people especially like in school like you had to like do like a a speech or something in front of your whole class and yeah I remember the very first time I did my lip was twitching like that. <laughs> oh that, man when i knew i was like what is that twitch oh i'm nervous yeah you know um but over the years from becoming a very shy boy not didn't want to speak very much let my actions speak for myself um you know i've learned to be able to speak and i've gotten to a place where people respect me for who i am so i've been able to have a voice in something that people may listen to and not may not always agree with but there are some people that are very Intrigued on how I think and what I do, and they, you know, a lot. A lot there's a lot of uh, young kids and older kids that have, uh, you know, been inspired by what I've done, and and they see that and they want to live that same life. So um, they they have the same same kind of goals. Um, but the one thing I've learned is if you're nervous or afraid. Uh, the best way to overcome that is to face it because mm. uh, the more and more that you uh, shy away from it, there's, there's no um, healing process or there's no um, teaching yourself that you can overcome something. And so I feel that as human beings, we all kind of are in an, our own little shell And sometimes hard to break out of that because we're so worried about what people think, what people think of us, you know, and I think that's because of the need of uh, acceptance. Everybody wants to be accepted. Everyone wants to be loved. Nobody wants to be judged or criticized or put down. So that puts a lot of pressure on a human being. And um, when you get to the point where you really don't care what people think, um, you're able to surpass that fear and that anxiety, you know, um, Interesting, but I'm, it's, it's definitely, sorry. Um, it's definitely the need for acceptance that God. that's what we're trying to surpass and try to obtain. And it, it's hard when you're shy. Yeah.
1: yeah. Stan, starting as a shy kid, Adam, you were going to add to something there.
7: I just think it's so dope. Like cab, this, this is not hyperbole. You're a legend to so many of us. Like you, yeah. You have you're on the Mount Rushmore of, uh, you know, of of for many of us. And I think it's so interesting when you're sharing that this kid with the quivering lip who has to speak in front of class last year without missing a beat for the first ride and shine, no one really understood what it could be about. You were down. Mm -hmm. You were you were down like like for the cause. And and I love that you're sharing so openly, honestly, about that, because people need to understand that even legends like mental health challenges, it just doesn't discriminate from us. And you, and you bring up such a key point. We talk about this quivering lip, but people don't understand is half the time that they, they rest with these mental health challenges is because they can't like put a framework around it. They can't like label it. Mm -hmm. And our emotions display themselves through, through three different channels. And one is physical sensations, the the quivering lip,
4: which Mm -hmm. tells you
7: you're scared or the clenching jaw, which tells you you're, you're timid or you might want to fight or the clenched fists. Mm -hmm. And the other is our thoughts because our, we can't focus on everything at once. So our emotions prioritize our thoughts. We focus on what's emotionally relevant for us. And the last is our impulses. And that's where we get this term acting out. And a lot of people think it's bad because we hear that with kids, like you know, they want to act out or throw a tantrum, but you act out when you want to hug somebody, when you want to shower them with love and, and, and adoration. And for you to point out this idea as a kid, your lip is quivering tells people that even you as a kid, had this physical impulse, this, this physical sensation of, of, of being scared. And you were able to push through fear, which I think is great. Eleanor Roosevelt talked about conquering fear and you conquer fear by doing the thing you think you can't do. And then you know that you can take the next thing that comes along. And Kev, your life, your legacy has fully displayed that. And it's been an inspiration to all of us. So thank you for that.
8: Yeah, you're welcome. And, I, you know, and I'll let you know that I didn't have to be prescribed drugs to get over that. Which I, I feel like in modern day medicine, that's an easy fix for a doctor to just say, like, oh, you know, you just need to take this or take that. But I, I feel like we are strong enough as human beings to surpass this anxiety and fear that we put on ourselves. You know, um, I don't believe that we're born with that. I believe that we're, we learn it somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's based on how we grew up. How we were treated, um, the people around us—you um, know—you just you need you need that positive, supportive uh, unit around you to 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 let you know that everything's going to be okay. Um, there's people that get overly too confident. It, you know, so you can go the, the complete opposite
7: way. <laughs> yeah. With that's hubris. It. That's the Icarus effect. The hubris. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Close to the sun. <laughs> You know, I, sometimes,
8: I, sometimes, sometimes you need that, you know, I, I feel like you need that, especially for like a singer. I mean, to get up in front of people and sing, you know, that's, wow. that takes a lot of courage, yeah. you know, to, to, for me to, to get up in, in class and, and to, to do a speech in front of these kids, I don't even know. And if I don't know if my speech is going to be good, uh, it takes a lot of courage, you know. For, for me to, to go to the MTV Music Awards in Texas and go to a karaoke bar and try to sing a, a, a duet with Tony Hawk on karaoke, a prince. Ooh. Doves cry without, being, without <laughs> oh. being drunk. Yeah. I thought Never it would have been a Devo song. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 putting myself out there, vulnerable to to people to laugh at me or what, and do it and and succeed through it, and be like, wow, I just put myself in a position that I could be very nervous and be afraid, but I just went and did it, mm-hmm. and I did. I'm like, wow, I, I'm capable of so many things I that I didn't even have a clue. Dang. But um, you know that I, I just want to add one last thing. It's like that's why alcohol is so popular, and it's mm-hmm. such um, a party get together environment because it, it 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 helps you ease into that courage and not be afraid of what people think because that that something in that brain your brain turns off when you when you get intoxicated and man, you'll say whatever you want. And it could be a bad thing, or it could be a good thing, but at least people will come out of their shell and, and be them real selves. So if you want someone to be real, if you want to know what a person's really like, get them drunk, and you'll know what they're really like. <laughs> That's a good old thing.
1: Liquid courage
7: in the field right?
8: oh, yeah. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah, next time, instead of Prince, you should go for the low-hanging fruit and like Karaoke cake or something. (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're reminding me, Kev, of something I posted recently, which I I just posted something that said, you're not as fragile as you feel. Right. And, and I think that's, that's a truth. We may feel fragile, but we can be, we can be a coward behind the shield and still move forward in a lot of ways. And we really surprise ourselves when we do that.
8: Yeah. When I was backstage, I was listening to what you said about um, acting on our feelings yeah. I am so for that thought of like our feelings lie to us all yeah. the time and you don't base your life on feelings. At least I don't. Um, I, come a, I come from a Christian background and it says the heart's deceitful. You know, um, you should always base uh, your choices on truth, not on how you feel. Yeah. And, you know, because ch- uh, feelings change. But truth never changes, you mm-hmm. know, wisdom, never truth and wisdom never change. So you may feel one way one minute and then the next minute you might feel a different, different way. doesn't mean, you know, it's right or wrong. It's just that feelings change. So you got to be careful of uh, how you react while, while you're feeling a certain way, because it not, might not be true.
2: Yeah. And you might say yeah. things
8: like, you know, I, I have feelings myself. Uh, I get angry and I'll say things when I'm angry. And later on, I, I'll feel bad about what I said because, you know, I only said that cause I was in that state of mind. Mm-hmm. So I was reacting off a of feeling when the truth of the matter is I shouldn't talk like that or say things like that mm-hmm. because that's not the way that you should respond, you know, but I was responding based on my feelings.
7: Right. And it's even and sounds like it's even out of character for you. Then your consistent character would show that's not who you are. But the feeling pops up and you're like, I just had a dip in character in that moment.
8: Yeah. Well, you know, um, you know, I cry too. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I get angry, uh, I get nervous, Mm -hmm. you know, so I, I, I experience feelings just like anybody else. But some people uh, express them differently. You know, some keep them in. Some keep people uh, express them verbally. Some people express them physically. You know, uh, it just depends on your personality and what you feel comfortable with.
2: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
1: what I love about Cab, well, what, a, lot, a lot of things I love about you, Cab. But uh, when you're looking back at the body of work that you you done, you've done, and you are doing now, it seems like you've figured out one of the keys to unlock life you're sitting there playing on the piano and then you're on a skateboard then you're on moto and then you're doing art and you're doing all these great amazing things and you're nobody can put you in a box nobody could put steve Caballero in a box says he's just a skateboarder he's just gonna do this and that's it yeah you your mindset around that is it is it the pma that really says you know like i want to do this i'm gonna do it or is it little bits and pieces where you get that self-belief, you do something and you go, man, I can't believe I did that. I'm gonna get stronger and grow from there.
8: Um, I feel like as a human being, I'm just trying to experience my life in abundance. You know, I'm trying to experience the full abundance of my life and what I'm capable of doing. And I love challenges. So when I set a challenge in front of me, I wanna try to at least accomplish it, you know? Um, I have failed many times, and there's challenges I put in front of myself that I'd given up, you know, um, and that's because of my lack of patience, you know. And I, I tell people that the definition of patience is um, long suffering,
2: you
8: know. So a lot of people hate suffering, and so that's why they lose their patience, you know.
7: Interesting, man. Mark, it's, it's kind of cool. You just described about Cab. I have like this milestone memory. Uh, and, and Cab, you're living it out. Is, Cab is a, is a renaissance man right? by the purest definition of that. I, I call it the renaissance spirit to equalize this for everybody. But I remember being in high school, and my history teacher showed us a cover of Time magazine. And, and it back this is back in the 80s. And on the cover was David Byrne, the lead singer of the Talking Heads at the time. And it said, Rock's renaissance man. And he just said, does anybody know what a Renaissance man is? And none of us did. And he said, this is somebody who is equally skilled in a number of different areas of their life. You think David Burns, just leads lead singer the Talking Heads, he's a great storyteller and he's a great artist and he's a great philosopher and thinker. And I remember thinking, that's what I want to be. I want to be that. And Cab, you're doing that. You're you're living that out. You have this Renaissance spirit. Like you said, no one's gonna like put Cab in a box, you know, you're not gonna be limited by these things. But that's just the truth of it is. You're known for skateboarding. As people dive in more, you're a prolific artist. And you have a very compassionate heart. And if anybody follows you on social media, they they know very quickly how much your faith even means to you. So that means that you can have a conversation with Steve Caballero and dig deep on a number of different topics simply because he has been deep on a number of different topics.
1: So true. After Ride and Shine last year, I got a really nice text from Cab when I'm driving down the mountain. And it was, you know, like, thank you for – for letting me be part of this was great, and then he turns out that he's writing a book. He's like, "There's some things I probably want to add to my book," and I'm like, "Oh my God, so Caballero's cool. also doing a book." I mean, I what that. can the man not do? And I think that's why Cab. A lot of people are looking at your mindset because they're trying to glean the keys to unlock a lot of these things that we're capable of.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah, I just want to encourage and inspire people to be more than they think that they can be. You know, I love that. Um, oh, I think we're. I think a lot of people kind of just, they, they either put themselves in a box or the people around them put them in a box and tell them, hey, this is all you are. This is all you'll ever be, you know? And I feel like um, a lot of uh, females yeah. have been put in that box for years and you're seeing them shine yeah. very well nowadays, yeah. especially, if, and uh, it's great to see, you know, because, um, You know, skateboarding isn't prejudice, you know, it, it, it accepts all people in our industry and, um, from poor to rich to middle class to female to male, you know, you, you name it. Um, when you see another skateboarder, you, you there's already just a common bond there. And, um, as you could see, like in competition, we're always just all rooting for each other as well. I love it's that. Cool. Yeah. And so I feel that that helps um, bring this community together and it and, and it's helped it stay creative and it's helped it grow, you know, and I feel the same way with mountain biking. You know, I feel like there's a, a great community there as well. You know, people are, are stoked on each other and, and, and stoked on the progression. And, you know, I've been riding with you and Joey for a couple of years now, and it's, it's been great to see your passion for it and, and how you guys progressed. You know, I don't think I haven't noticed that Mark <laughs> <laughs> no, big time since I first started riding with you so guys. Cool. Thank you, Ken. So you guys got a, some courage under you and, and courage comes from practice, you know, and, um, it's not something that we're born with. We have to learn it. We have to learn what we're capable of, you know? So I, I don't believe like, I'll argue it to the day I die. I don't believe in natural talent at all. I I believe everybody that's good at anything works their hardest at what they do, whether it's uh, physically or mentally. In skateboarding, what I've learned is 90% mental and 10% physical. That means that it doesn't matter how good I am at what I do. If my mind isn't there, I'm not going to do it.
7: That's gold. That's yeah. gold. Hey, hey, Mark. I, can we keep Cab on and bring Tony back? I know he wants to jump in his conversation, and yes, it'd be definitely. so dope to have the outsider and Cab Two uh, chiming there. in on this. I love Here that. Go, yeah, Tony. Oh, what's up, Cab? Hey, uh, there, I'm just
6: backstage listening to you guys, and there's so much stuff that Cab is talking about that I relate to, and I think it has to do with not only are we like-minded, but we come from from such a deep background from skateboarding and the lessons that that's taught me and him. And mm. like when I first met cab, I'd never met him before. And I felt like just the way I do with every skateboarder well, cab specifically, cause he's a legend, but uh, I felt <laughs> it very like, like-minded. Like, I, I felt like we already knew each other or something. And, and a lot of that comes from all the things that I think that Steve is talking about here. I'm like, yup, yep. 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 Yeah. I'm just like nodding my head all along. That's why I texted you and I was like, I'd love to jump back in because Steve is really relaying a lot of the things that um, I value in my life from, and, and a lot of the lessons that I've met from my friends in skateboarding. But I think that can come from a lot of avenues and a lot of places in life, not just skateboarding. It just what so happens that we took that Avenue and uh, I relate a lot to what Cab is talking about and what a lot of we're, what this whole event is based around. Um, it's just, it's just very valuable to me and I just wanted to be a part of the conversation as well. So thanks for having heck me back. Heck yeah. Beautiful. One, one of the things that I
1: noticed too, um, I grew up as a skateboarder, but then also as, as a mountain biker, it's like, you're doing it for the love of something. You're doing it for the passion of something and no one's when you're by yourself and you're grinding to land something or or stick a trick There's not a paycheck that's coming from that. It's something deeper than that. It's something that's just you and this thing that you love to do. And I feel like that builds character because you fail and you fail and you fail. A lot of times, there's not even somebody there to show you the way. And you just keep going and you keep going. And then eventually you stick it and then eventually you stick it again. And then you have it wired. And it's just such an amazing progression that I think builds character.
6: I think that goes also with what Steve was talking about, how, how mental everything is. Like it's, I, I totally agree. It's this way that you envision your progress. And I'll, I'll just share with you a quick example Is like, um, I'm one of those guys that was like making money at skateboarding. I was in with like the Warner crew. I was, for all those of you that know, like it was like the, the piss drunks, like this squad in Huntington beach, basically that was up and coming <laughs> and, uh, I got hurt, injured and uh, thrown back into a different lifestyle where I had to like figure out my way on my own. And what did that mean? I had no life skills. I had nothing. I had no, no didn't even know how to get up and get, get ready for a job. Um, and basically you have to reteach yourself. But I remember thinking back and coming to the fruition of like, it's skateboarding that taught me the skills to how to focus and move on with my second life, right? Like all that persistence and all that dedication that it took for me to learn tricks and to be a skateboarder and to learn all the things I did in those years, even though those specific tasks weren't relevant, the mind state that put me there was relevant Mm. and it put me through school and it put me through journalism and it put me on a path to like be able to focus mentally as much as I was physically and mentally with skateboarding. So I think that no matter what tasks you have in life, Whatever whatever you whatever talents you have, whatever forget talent, whatever experience you have, you can move that over and, and challenge that and, and put that into a different mind state and use those experiences for, to a different cause, too.
7: Uh, I I love it. Tony. Like you're you're dropping such knowledge right now. I, I get the privilege, and, and I know you guys know this on the call, but I get the privilege of working with uh, uh, Olympic gold medalists, world champions, Hall of Famers, and it's that same thing, Tony. When they start moving into other things, it's like the things that made you great in one realm are the things that are going to make you great in the, in the next realm. You just have to have this adaptability. You can't just compartmentalize it and say that was then it was different. It's like, no, all that hustle, that tenacity, uh, you know, that confidence, that courage uh, it took to move through fear is what's going to make you successful in the next endeavor you do. And Tony, you've shown that and cab shows that in, in all the realms that he's in.
6: Yeah, for sure. It, it's just, uh, it's a weird life.
7: It's a weird <laughs> life.
8: <laughs>
7: it is, it is a weird life. <laughs> yeah. Skateboarding
8: that. definitely taught me how to fail to succeed. Um, it's not an easy thing to pick up. It's, it's very, uh, you have to focus. There's a lot of fear involved with getting hurt. Um, but the joy that you get from putting in so much hard work and learning techniques and just figuring it out like a puzzle. Yeah. After Mm -hmm. like landing a trick and rolling away after you tried it like a hundred times. Yeah. That joy just shows you uh, what you're capable of and and how um, resilient you are as a person. And so I have adapted that lifestyle. I have adapted that whole um, way of thinking to everything that I set forth in front of me, a goal, any kind of challenge in front of me. And I know that everything there's a technique to everything. And once you figure it out and once you, there's repetition to it becomes a part of you and you don't even have to think about it anymore. Mm. And that's just life in itself. The more you put in, the more you, you get out, you know, uh, but you gotta, you gotta focus, you gotta challenge yourself. You gotta put yourself in vulnerable situations that you're going to be criticized, judged, laughed at, but at the end of the day, this is you putting in the hard work and you'll know once you've succeeded once, you know, like there's a formula to it yeah. and you're, cap- you're able to succeed, but it, it only comes through failure. Yes. So, you know, I've been a loser my whole life, but, um, I, bec- you know, I'm at the other end of the tunnel, I've won a lot of things as well. So,
1: yes. Well said, cap. Totally true. God, I love that. Man, it's just crazy. I'm looking at the screen right now, and I have all you guys on here and all the folks that were just on here tonight. This is probably one of the favorite podcasts that I've done with all you guys. <laughs> this is still so rad. Mark, um,
7: you know what's cool? I want to say something real quick, because I, I, I for the person who's on the fence about coming to Sky Park this weekend, ride and shine, maybe you're new to mountain biking. Maybe you feel like you're not connected in the community. Uh, Cab really showed us. I mean, you can go back and you can see pictures of him and Hawk when they were kids, And there's something beautiful happening where, you know, Cab had to come up with so many people, uh, you know, in the skateboarding scene and they're still friends and there's something similar happening right now in mountain biking. If you're new to it, please come, come out to Sky Park, introduce yourselves to any one of us, say hello, say you want to get plugged in. And I can guarantee you will not be left hanging. You're not going to be alone on that. I think a beautiful byproduct of the mountain biking community is that it's, it's community. Once you start mountain biking, it's not going to be long before you're not mountain biking alone anymore.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah.
7: It's going to be so good.
1: Cab in. Oh, go ahead, Joey.
3: I was going to say, if anybody coming to ride and shine is afraid to say hi to any of these people, come find me and I'll introduce you. to
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we may or may not have said that you and Tony and Adam are, are, are good with pictures and, and autographs and everything like that. Um, Autographs. It is being out there the ride and shine, are just letting people know that yeah they can come out and yeah. uh, approach and say hi and and uh, it's going to be fun. Cap from last year's experience, um, what was your take on ride and shine last year in closing?
8: Um, well you know uh, besides the writing which is all, always amazing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um I I feel that. Uh, You know, the stage that you had with the talks um, definitely was was great, you know, um, to hear stories of people overcoming fear, you know, and anxiety and even depression and suicide. I mean, those are really important subjects that that people just don't know how to deal with and to be able to, um, you know, to, to, to push through that, uh, it takes a lot of courage. Uh, but like I said, you know, courage isn't something that we're inherited with. We have to learn it. You know, We have to learn how courageous we are. And we all are in, in some form or manner. Some are more courageous than others, but I feel that's a choice. I feel that everything in life is a choice. It's not by chance. Um, other people's choices affect us. Our own choices affect ourselves and other people, um, but nothing happens by chance, man. You know, so um, if you wanna push through something, you gotta force yourself to do it. Long suffering, need a lot of patience—patience patience with yourself, patience with other people—and you, you'll, 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 you'll—you'll uh, you'll overcome. You overcome. Just believe in yourself. Trust yourself that you're, you're able, that you're worthy, that you're capable and you can accomplish so many things in this life that you couldn't even not, I mean, there's things in my life that I haven't even tried to be good at that I may be good at. I don't know unless I try, you know, I'm, I'm still young at heart. I there's, you know, but I could say that, you know, if I was to die tomorrow, I'd be satisfied of my life and what I've done and I'm not missing out on anything. Day. You know, I just post every day is a, a gift. You know, every day I wake up, I have a choice to make good choices and better my life or, or make it worse. Depending on who I'm around, the things that are uh, stopping me from moving forward, uh, just be wise, you know, look around. How, how are these things affecting other people? Don't think they're not going to affect you the same way, you know, in a good manner or a negative manner. Or surround yourself with, positive people, you know, and you'll be a positive person. You'll su- surround yourself with people that are good at things and you'll be just as good at that and yeah. them, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's your surroundings, you know, it's your surroundings and you need to manage that on your own.
1: Love that. Iron sharpens iron. Wise words from Steve Caballero, right there. I think that's a great place to end it. Unless anybody else on here wants to share one more thing before we close it out for Ride and Shine happening this Saturday, July 15th at Sky Park. And we all look forward to seeing you there. Anybody else want to add anything?
6: Uh, I, the only thing I want to add is that uh, as Steve already knows, he's a legend. I just have a deeper respect from being a skateboard skateboarder growing up because I went through the nineties era, the two thousands era and the late teens of two thousands. And I know that Steve went from verse skating to street skating, to street skating, to verse skating. And I know street cab ripped and still rips. So Steve. yes, <laughs> I <laughs> love you buddy. I'm a huge fan, man, on the, on the street and on the ramps, dude. Oh, so.
8: I appreciate that, you know, and I, I, I'll tell you something personal right now. I'm, sh- I'm struggling with skating. Yeah, mm. uh, me too, dude. Me, uh, me too. We're I, getting older. I'll <laughs> be I'll be fifty nine in November, and you I do just, not
7: look it. <laughs> you do not look it.
8: <laughs> and I could say I finally I'm struggling with skating. You're I feel, it. Wow. and that's only because I want to be at a certain level. If yeah. I was comfortable with what I what I could do, I wouldn't be struggling with it. But my mind is a lot harder on myself than, and what, what people think, you know, I want, I, I, I know what I want and I know what I'm capable of, but the long suffering, you know, some, I I don't want to put the work in and I feel like if I put the work in, I'll get to where I want to be, but you know, um, with anything, I, there's so many facets to my life that if I spend more time on one thing, the other thing suffers. Yeah. So managing, being a parent, uh, You know, I I come from two failed marriages, so I don't have to manage being a husband anymore. So that's off the the (laughs) grid. But, uh, you know, um, trying to be the best I can as a mountain biker, motocross, the best artist I can be, the best musician, the best skateboarder. I have a lot of things I'm juggling around, you know, um, to being the best Christian as I can, studying the Bible and, and going to church. You know, I fail at that so many times because i could be better you know i could be a better human being yeah um, i'm not perfect um i have struggles just like everybody else um but you know i, I just i'm trying my best you know and nope. you, there's, on, there's only there's uh, only 24 hours in a day yeah
6: <laughs> that's all we can do man let's try our best <laughs> we we are we are only human
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness, right? Yeah. But thank
8: I, you know, I want stri- to I keep striving. I want to strive because I want to prove yeah. to people that you know, when you turn 30, you're it's not over, when you turn 40, it's not over, when you turn right. 50, it's not over. I'm gonna turn 60 soon and I'm gonna let you know, I'm gonna be still se- sending it out there with you guys. Yeah, I believe oh, yeah. it. I'm trying to it. catch up to yeah. you right now.
7: <laughs> I can't even, I can't match any of you all. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's it's such a good mindset and such good stoke. Life is so full of great things to learn and challenge yourself and to overcome and succeed and come back from. And it's just so short, but it's so full if we want it to be. I lo- I love that mindset. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an awesome podcast. We hope to see you guys this Saturday at Ride and Shine at Sky Park. And uh there he is right there. Uh, That's Ollie. Yeah, share, share Ollie with we had some people that were requesting an Ollie look.
8: This is Oliver the Frenchie. Oh, sorry, <laughs> there, <man. it> is. <laughs> there he what is. is. <laughs> what up, Ollie? <laughs> That's you awesome. want a banana? <laughs> <laughs> look at those eyes. Look you at those it, eyes.
7: you want some popcorn? Wait, is it a requirement if you're a skateboarder to have a dog, like a dog, a dog sidekick?
8: Um, I don't know. I, I've always loved animals, so, you know. Um, this guy definitely got me through some, <laughs> go. some hard times, you know, being single and, you know, and not dating anyone. He definitely kept me company and busy, so.
7: That's
8: sweet. That's awesome. You know. Man's,
1: uh, man's is been a, a great
8: companion.
1: Yeah, yeah. I bet. That's very cool. And for the folks that are driving up there, if you have a bit of a commute, check out Urethane. You can get it anywhere you download your music. Uh, that's Casban Band, And you have a new album that you're dropping a little bit of, of tracks on there. Uh, and where, where do you, when are you guys touring?
8: Um, well, actually we released an album last year and we just released a single just recently called Dog Ears with two songs. Uh, we're working on a new album we're going on tour on the 26th to um, over to Europe. But before that, we have two shows that we're playing uh, not this weekend, but next weekend on the 21st and 22nd. The 21st is at the uh, Booze Brothers in Vista. And then the 22nd Saturday um, is in Irvine at Hangar 24 Brewery. And these are both free shows. Um, but unfortunately it's the exact same time that X, ex- X Games is happening in um, Ventura, so I'm kind of torn. I wanted to go to X Games and and show some support and watch some of the events, so I may try to sneak over to Ventura on Sunday. Nice. That definitely
1: is Cab style. (laughs) And you're everywhere, man. I love it. I love it. If you well, I can't ask you that question. That's not fair. I was gonna ask about X games and, and who's looking good this year. But we'll save that for a private conversation at Hyde <laughs> Park. We'll see you guys there July 15th. Don't forget to look up Urethane and those two concerts that Kev's putting on. And we'll see you guys all then. Have a great night, everybody. See, One okay, o'clock
7: the at the terrace. One o'clock at the terrace. Be there. All right. See you Saturday, you guys. See y'all.
1: Holy cow. And that is a wrap on episode 117 with that all-star panel. I hope you guys were able to catch some of those pearls from Steve Caballero, the outsider, Adam Mock, Mia DiPaolo, and Lauren, as well as Johnny Yu from the Mountain Bike Q&A show. Amazing, amazing guests on this one. I hope you guys enjoyed it and look forward to seeing you on the trails. And if I see you at Ride and Shine this weekend, please come up, say hi. I always love to see everybody. And thank you so much for always tuning into these episodes. This has been episode 117 of the segment podcast, and I'll see you either back here for episode 118 or on the trails and always wanna leave you with this. Remember, when life gets tough, there is always gonna be storms in our life, but that means that the storms are gonna pass. There's gonna be sunny skies and a lot of great things coming your way. And all the hard work that you put into something, it's always going to pay off for you. All right, everybody, I'll see you on the top. I'll see you on the next episode.